So previously on the book of Exodus, we've been following the story of the Israelites. Everybody say Israelites. So here's what's been happening. God came to a man named Moses. Everybody say Moses. And he said, Moses, I want you to free the Israelites, all two million of them, from slavery. They have been captured and enslaved for generations by the Egyptians and by Pharaoh. And as they've been captured, I want you, Moses, to go and to free them. Moses was reluctant at first. He said, who am I to do this? But, but God persuaded him that he would be with him. So Moses worked up the courage that God would be with him and went before Pharaoh. And he said, Pharaoh, let God's people go. Pharaoh resisted at first, so God demonstrated his power not only to Pharaoh, not only to the Egyptians, but to all the Israelites and to the whole world through plagues and wonders that he was the one true God. And after all these plagues had subsided, Pharaoh relented and said, all right, you may be free to go. In fact, he even said, you must leave. So all two million of the Israelites were released, and they followed Moses, and they left Egypt. Everybody go, yay! Yay! All right, so they left Egypt, and they were on their way out. But as they were leaving Egypt to go to a new land, they came to the Red Sea, and they camped there, and Pharaoh's like, you know what? I can't believe I let them go. I can't allow the story to end here. I'm going to charge after them with my army and slaughter them. Everybody go, oh, no. Okay, so he gathers his army up, his chariots, he races after them, and they're pinned, the Israelite army is pinned behind the ocean, this Red Sea, this body of water, and now this army that is chasing after them. And they're not trained, they don't have weapons, they, they just escaped from slavery. And so they should be in a panic, but Moses walks to the edge of the water, to the Red Sea. He takes his staff, and in this dramatic moment, he stands at the water, and he places his staff in the water, and God, by his power and his might, saves the Israelites. And he takes the water with hundreds of millions of gallons of water, and he parts the water into two different bodies of water. He literally splits it in half, where there's a wall of water here, a wall of water there, and he carves it out so there is a path for salvation that the Israelites might walk on dry land, across the sea, to the other side, and survive. Everybody go, yay! So now they're survived again. So they walk through this dry land, all the way across the other side of the sea. But there's still a problem. The Israel, I'm sorry, the Egyptian army is now coming towards them. They see this water divided up, and they pursue them through the opening. And as the Egyptian army is walking through, or I should say chasing through, this opening... God releases the water and it comes crashing down on them and destroys the Egyptian army. The Israelites are on the other side. They watch as the people who have enslaved them, the army that was oppressing them for generations, is crushed by God. And they see that their salvation is once and for all sealed and an ocean separates them from the slavery they once knew, and they are now free, and they rejoice. One more time. Everybody go, yay! Yay. They are now free for once and for all, and they are now saved. Two million people now set free. And God in his love, and God by his power said, 
I want you to be free from slavery, and I have a plan for you. So now that they are free, here's what God does. He says, come and follow me to a new land. I have a plan for you. So by day, the Israelites follow a cloud that God leads them by. Literally, they see a cloud in the sky, and they go, ooh, cloud. And they follow a cloud by day, and then at night, there's this big flaming ball of fire at night. And they go, ooh, fire. And they follow this flaming ball of fire. And so by day and night, they're led by God, and they follow it. Then And when they get hungry, God provides for them food. It says they wake up in the morning and all over the ground there is bread from heaven that God has provided for them. And it probably, as we talked about, is Chick-fil-A. I don't know that for sure, but I believe it's Chick-fil-A chicken biscuits just laid on the ground for them. Okay, They're like, oh, Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A. And it wouldn't provide there on Sundays because obviously the angels don't work on Sundays. So it's all laid out for them. Okay, They pick it up, and then they have food to eat. And then when they get thirsty, God provides for them water. So God is leading them. He is providing for their needs, and he's drawing them towards a new land because God said, look, I'm not just drawing you out of slavery to be like, all right, you're out of slavery. Enjoy your life. Do you. All right, have fun. Peace. God says, no, no, no. I'm leading you out of slavery into freedom because I have a plan for you. I have a purpose for you. I want to give you a home. I want to give you a land to call your own. I want you to be my people and I want to be your God. I want you to create a nation and I want you to dwell there and have peace and relief from the slavery that you leave behind across an ocean that I parted for you. I drew you out of slavery that you might experience freedom in the fullest and not wander in the desert, but have peace in a new land. So God is leading them to found a new nation, but before he leads them to this new nation, he wants to give them something. He wants to give them something. And he leads them to Mount Sinai to give them something through Moses. So he leads them to this mountain, And as they get to the base of the mountain, and it's the same mountain that he appeared in a burning bush to Moses. They get to this mountain, they all camp around the mountain, and then Moses goes up the mountain to speak to God. And when he gets there, God gives Moses something on two big tablets. And God, with his own finger, the Bible says, writes on these tablets. Isn't it interesting? You know, we all talk about how like, oh, look at this new technology. We have touchscreens and tablets, and we write on it with our fingers. God was the original tablet, okay? God, thousands of years ago, created tablets and touchscreens. Okay, he was writing with his finger long before it came out, okay? So God's the original innovator. But anyway, God wrote with his finger on a tablet, and he wrote out ten commandments for the Israelites. And he goes, this is your foundation. Before you begin a nation... This is something I want at your core, at your center of who you are as a people, at your foundation. All right? These will be your Ten Commandments, and they will govern you guys. This is how I want you guys to treat one another and how I want you guys to treat me. This is how you guys will be as a society, as a people, how you will live your lives day in and day out. You will follow these commandments. All right? So, how many, raise your hand, how many people have heard of the Ten Commandments? Raise your hand. People have heard of them? You've heard of them, maybe? Some people who aren't, a lot of people who aren't even Christians have heard of the Ten Commandments. Ten Commandments are actually in a lot of places um, that don't even believe in God. A lot of places in government, you might see them. Um, a lot of the laws that are in America are founded based on the Ten Commandments. Uh, a lot of Western culture uses the Ten Commandments as our basis. And so I'm curious, though, how many of you in this room, raise your hand, know all Ten Commandments? How many? All right, one, 
two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, a couple of you guys. All right, cool. Well, my goal is this. I would love for you guys, because we're going to do a study for the next couple weeks on the Ten Commandments and go through them one by one. Not, I shouldn't say one by one. We're going to bunch a couple together. But I would love for you guys to not only understand the Ten Commandments, but to also have them memorized, okay? So today we're going to read the Ten Commandments. We're going to talk about the foundation. Why did God give them the Ten Commandments? And what do they really mean? And then we're also going to try our best to memorize the Ten Commandments, okay? Now, I'm just going to warn you in advance, okay? I'm warning you. And I warned the first service, and they didn't believe me. And then I showed them, and then they believed me, okay? I'm going to show you a way to memorize the Ten Commandments, and it is stupid, okay? I'm just warning you up front. It is, it is really stupid, okay? And you're like, no, it's not stupid. It's stupid. I'm warning you, okay? So when I show you, and you go, Barrett, that's stupid, I'm just going to tell you, I warned you, okay? I'm just telling you up front, okay? It's a little cheesy, and it's, it's stupid, but I'm just warning you up front, okay? So you've been warned, okay? So don't be like, ah, it's stupid. I warned you, okay? I warned you. So Exodus chapter tw- 20, verse one, I want you guys to read with me. These are the Ten Commandments that God gave to the Israelite people. They were written on the tablets that God gave to Moses. It says this, verse 1, Then God gave the people all these instructions. Verse 2, I am the Lord your God who rescued you from the land of Egypt, the place of your slavery. Pause there for one second. Notice before God, uh, go ahead and take these down just for right now. Thanks, guys. So notice this, before God even gives the Ten Commandments, he reminds them, hey guys, remember what I've done for you. Remember you have far I have brought you. Remember that I love you, and remember that I have brought you to this point. So I just think that's important to remember. Moving on here. It says here in verse 3, You must not have any other gods but me. You must not make for yourself an idol of any kind or any image of anything in heaven or on earth or in the sea. You must not bow down to them or worship them, for I am the Lord your God and a jealous God who will not tolerate your affection for any other gods. I will lay the sins of the parents upon their children, and the entire family is affected, even the children's and the third and fourth generations of those who reject me. But I lavish unfailing love on thousand generations on those who love me and obey my commands. You must not misuse the name of the Lord your God. The Lord will not let you um, will not let you go unpunished if you misuse his name. Remember to observe the Sabbath day and keep it holy. You have 6 days in each week for your ordinary work, but the 7th day is the Sabbath day of rest dedicated to the Lord your God. On that day no one in your household may do work. This includes you your sons and daughters, your male and female servants, your livestock, and any foreigners living among you. For in the sixth day, the Lord made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and everything in them. But on the seventh day, he rested. That is why the Lord blessed the Sabbath day, the Sabbath day and set it apart as holy. Honor your father and mother, that you, will be, that you will live a long and full life in the land of the Lord your God is giving to you. You must not murder. You must not commit adultery. You must not sin. You must not testify falsely against your neighbor. You must not covet your neighbor's house. You must not covet your neighbor's wife, male or female servant, ox or donkey, or anything else that belongs to your neighbor. Pause there for a second. So I want us to 
to go over these commandments and break them down a little bit in detail, because as I was reading, you might have got lost there in the translation. But there, there are ten different commandments that God lays out. Now you guys can throw those up there. These are the ten commandments that God lays out. Commandment number one is, God says this, Look, you should have no other gods but me. There is one God that I want you to worship, one God that you should serve, and that should be me. I'm the God that loves you. I'm the God that made you, and I'm the only God. Don't worship any other gods. Number two, he says, don't make any other idols. Back then, uh, the people would do something where they would literally create little idols, little statues, sometimes big ones, and they would worship them. And sometimes they'd make up gods, or they'd have gods that were already made up. Maybe they would take a little uh, bit of silver and they would make a little elephant. And they'd be like, this is the God of the rain. And I'm going to worship the elephant God of the rain. And when I need it to rain, I will pray to the elephant God of the rain. Elephant God of the rain, make it rain. And they would pray to this God and they would hope that it would rain. If it rains, they'd go, yay, elephant God. And they would literally pray to these various idols and they would make them. Or maybe they'd make a huge statue, like a wooden statue, and they'd pray to it. And so God's saying, look, you shouldn't make these idols. Okay, you shouldn't make those idols. And we'll talk a little bit more about these each individual commandments in detail. We keep going, but that's what God was referring to. Number three, do not use the Lord's name in vain. Don't use God's name in vain. What God's saying there is, look, my name should be respected. It should be revered. It shouldn't be something that you use in, in jest. It shouldn't be something that you use with disrespect. It shouldn't be something that you just throw around casually. It should be something that has reverence and respect. So honor my name. Honor the word of God, meaning when I say word, like actually God's name. Honor the Sabbath, meaning that you should rest on Sunday and that you should honor the Sunday Sabbath, okay? So he wanted there to be no work on that Sunday so that they would remember what God did when he created the world um, and that they would honor God. Number five, uh, that you would honor your father and mother. Pretty straightforward. Some of you guys are like, yeah, did your mom tell you to say this? No, it's in the Bible, okay? So uh, your mom did not pay me to say this. It's in the Bible, so there it is, okay? Honor your father and mother. Uh, don't commit murder. Any questions? There shouldn't be. Okay, it's pretty straightforward. Don't kill people. If you have, we should talk afterwards. But moving on. All right. So, uh, number seven, do not commit adultery. Um, God says that sex is supposed to be inside of marriage. Adultery is when you have sex outside of marriage with someone that is not your husband or not your wife. So God, pretty straightforward here. He's like, look, don't have sex outside of marriage. Number eight, do not steal. This is, again, straightforward. Something that is not yours, don't take it. Don't take it. I don't care how nice of a calculator someone has. Don't take... No, actually, why would you steal a calculator? That's like the lamest thing in the world to steal. But anyway, don't steal a calculator or anything. Uh, don't lie. Don't bear false witness. This is when maybe somebody would be in court and they'd be like, I saw him steal a calculator. And it's like, no, he didn't. Yes, he did. And they'd lie about each other. But in general, we can broaden this out and be like, don't lie. Don't even gossip. Uh, we should not lie. And then 10 is not to covet. And we'll get into what that means exactly. But 10 is to, to, to desire something that someone else has and to wish that they did not have it. To look at something that someone else has and be like, I see their Jordans, their shoes, and I want them for myself. I wish they did not have those shoes, and I wish I had their shoes instead. All right? So those are the Ten Commandments. So here's what we're going to do. All right? 
I'm going to give you a very stupid way to remember these commandments, okay? Now, let me make this clear. The commandments are not stupid, okay? So no one say that, okay? But the way I'm going to help you remember this is very simple and very silly and very stupid, okay? But I hope that it will help it get locked in your brain because when I was in middle school, somebody taught me this, and I'm like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard, and I still remember it, okay? And I'm 27, so there you go. So let's go with me here, okay? So here's what we're going to do to start remembering the Ten Commandments, okay? Everybody hold your hands up like this. How many fingers you got? How many commandments are there? Whoa! All right. So put your hands down. We're going to use our ten fingers to remember the Ten Commandments. Everybody tracking with me here? You get lost? Okay, cool. So I do need you to, to cooperate with me, okay, and not be talking out while we're doing this, okay? So you can, you can do that, but okay, just ooh and ah and amazement. But uh, so here we go. Ready? So number one, the first commandment, everybody go like this, okay? So we're obviously going to talk about the first commandment because we have one finger up. Okay, so when we talk about the second amendment, we're going to have two fingers up. You guys tracking with me? Anybody lost? If you are, I don't care. Okay, so number one, put one finger up again, okay? You're supposed to have one God that you worship. No other gods but one, okay? So what commandment are we on? And how many gods are you supposed to have? Wait, that's how many fingers I have up. <gasps> Hopefully, okay, as we're going through the commandments, so you're like, all right, what's commandment number one? Number one. <gasps> one God, okay? So I'm supposed to have one God that I worship, no other gods but one, okay? So one God that I worship, no other gods but one, all right? So when you hold up your fingers to remember the commandments, you see one, you think I have no other gods but one, all right? Any questions? I don't care. Okay, number two. Everybody go two. Now, I'll be honest, of all the ones, this one's a stretch, okay? I'm sorry. If you have a better idea afterwards, I would love to hear your idea. I heard some afterwards, and they were, they were again, pretty silly. But So I would love to hear ideas afterwards. So this is my idea. So number two, okay? So this is the second commandment, okay? You're not supposed to make any idols. So here's how I think about it, okay? So two, okay? Not supposed to make any idols. So here's what I think. I think, you know when you take paper... You can fold it and fold it. And you know you make those little snowflakes where you're like, and you make snowflakes with scissors, and then you like fold it out and it makes like 12 snowflakes, okay? Or you can like make like the little people where it folds out and it's a bunch of little dudes holding hands like this. Now that, okay, well imagine this, okay? Imagine this, you have scissors and you're like, all right, I made little idols, okay? Don't worship these little paper idols I just made, okay? So number two is this, don't make any idols with scissors, Okay? Some of you are like, oh, that's stupid. I know, I warned you, okay? I warned you, okay? So, number two is this. Do not make any idols with scissors or with anything, okay? So don't make any idols with scissors. I feel like this is going to happen, okay? Someone's going to go up to Pastor Gary, and someone's going to be like, Pastor Gary, we learned from Barrett uh, the commandments. One of them is don't make idols with scissors. And Pastor Gary will be like, that's not in the Bible. I don't think it says scissors in the Bible. What is Barrett? I'm going to talk to Barrett. I'm going to get in trouble, okay? But anyway, so the second commandment is do not make idols with scissors, okay? So do not make idols with scissors. You got it? Okay, don't make idols with scissors or anything else, okay? So number one is one God, no other gods but one. Two, don't make idols with scissors, all right? Number three, you're not supposed to use God's name in vain. Now, what word are you supposed to not use in vain? God, right? Okay. What? No, no, no. Shh. 
All right, God's name is a word. And what, what letter does word start with? W. 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 Okay, it's a W. So there's a word you're not supposed to use, and it's God in vain. So number three is this. When you hold up three, you go, three, W. What word am I supposed to not use in vain? God. Okay, so when you see three, you think there's a word I'm not supposed to say in vain, and it's God. So, do not use God's name in vain. All right? Number four. I kind of like this one, number four, okay? Number four is this. Honor the Sabbath day means you're supposed to rest and not do anything, but you are supposed to do one thing. You're supposed to go to church. So, here's what you do. Number four. Who can do the Vulcan thing here? Who can do this? Okay, a couple of you guys. So, ready. Here's what we're going to do. Ready? Turn them upside down. Go to church. Go to church. Ready? All right, so go to church. Go to church. You got that? He's walking to church. Who can do it? Who can do it with both hands? It's impressive. All right, so review. Everybody review. Here we go. Ready? Number one, no other gods but one. Number one, no other gods but one. Number two, don't make idols with scissors. Number three, there's a word you shouldn't take in vain, God's name. Don't take God's name in vain. It's W. Word, don't take God's name in vain. Number four, go to church. <laughs> Honor the Sabbath, remember the Sabbath, and go to church, all right? Number five, I think this one's super easy, and it's, for some reason the people always forget this one in the first service. This is the only one they forgot. Okay, ready? Five. Oh. Honor your father and mother. Like you're in the military, you salute. Honor your father and mother. So when you get home, your mom's like, do the dishes. You're like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> Honor your father and mother. Mom will be like, that's weird. Stop saluting me. Right. Maybe your dad will like it. I don't know. But Honor your father and mother. No, who's dabbing over here? Oh, no. Stop. Honor your father and mother. All right, this is, this is my personal favorite. Now, it's not my favorite to not murder, but this, this is my favorite little, like, wait a minute. Right? Remember six. Ready? Here's a person. Here's the bad person. Ready? Bang. Murder. Do not murder. Okay? So if you see six fingers, ready? Bang. Don't murder. Okay? Don't murder. No, you're not supposed to bang. No murder. So here we go. Ready? Shh. Ready? Here we go. Ready? Number one. No other gods but one. No other gods but one. Number two. Don't make idols with scissors. With scissors. Okay. Number three, there's a word you don't use in vain. What word? God's name. Right. Don't use God's name in vain. Number four, go to church. <laughs> Honor the Sabbath, rest, and then go to church. All right. Number, number five, honor your father and mother. Salute. Number six, bang. <laughs> now, just to be clear, the commandment is not to murder, okay? The commandment is do not bang, okay? The commandment is not murder. Just to be clear. All right. Settle, children. Settle. All right. Number seven. Number seven is do not commit adultery. Okay? Don't have sex outside of marriage. This one's, this one's this way. Okay, ready? So there's five people over here, and they're just hanging out in a friend group. They're doing good. Okay? There's two people over here. This is bad. The two people go and do bad things alone. Don't do that. Stay with your friends. Okay? Hang out together in public. Okay? Don't be bad and go alone. Okay? Stay with your friends. All right, that's seven. 
Don't go, don't go be alone. Stay in public with friends, chaperone. All right, number eight. Ready? Shh. This one I got help with in the last service, and I like their help. If you have suggestions, come up to me afterwards. I got some good suggestions. Number eight, all right, is do not steal, right? So eight, hold out your fingers like this. Now, if you look, you're missing your pinky and your thumb. In some countries, if you steal, they cut off your fingers. So imagine, take your hand here and go chop, chop. Imagine you got your pinky and your thumb chopped off for stealing. Don't steal or you'll get chop chopped. Don't steal, all right? Number nine. We're gonna do a quick review, real quick, ready? No other gods but one. Two, don't make idols. With scissors, very good. Three, there's a word you don't use in vain. What word is it? Four, go to church. Five, I don't even follow the mother. Six, Seven, don't go be alone. Don't commit adultery. Eight, chop, chop. Don't steal. You might get chop, chopped. And then here's number nine. Ready? Nine is this. You'll notice with nine, your thumb is all alone down here hiding. Why? It's because all the other fingers have been lying and gossiping about your thumb. Okay? They've been lying. I know. Everybody can start with them. Saddle, saddle, shh. So, don't bear false witness. Don't lie, okay? Don't lie. So, just picture this. The thumb's down here, okay? And everybody's lying about the thumb, okay? Everybody's lying about the thumb. They're bearing false witness. They're gossiping, okay? And then finally, ten. All ten fingers, ready? Ten is when you covet. So you see something that someone else has, and you covet what they have for yourself, So don't covet what somebody else has for yourself. All right? So we're going to go through these. Ready? Number one, you should have no other gods but one God. Number one. Number two, don't make idols. I feel like you just just remember with scissors, but don't make idols with scissors. Number three, there's a word you don't use in vain. What word? Don't use God's name in vain. Number four, honor the Sabbath by going to church and resting. Correct. Number five, honor your father and mother. Very good. Six, yep, do not murder. Seven, don't go be alone. Commit adultery. Don't do it. Eight, chop, chop. Do not steal, or you could get your fingers chopped off. So when you see the pinky and thumb gone, think that. Nine, don't bear false witness. Don't lie. Don't lie about your thumb. They're all lying about their thumb. And then ten, shh, finally, don't covet what somebody else has for yourself. All right, so real quick, who thinks they can do all ten? Who thinks, shh. All right, uh, Dash, come on up here. All right, so clap it up, guys, for Dash real quick. Clap it up for Dash. All right, come on up here, sir. Up here. All right, guys, so listen carefully. Number one, sir, what you got? So uh, there's only one God. Only one God? So don't have any other gods. Perfect, don't have any other gods. Two. Don't make idols with scissors. Don't make idols. <laughs> With scissors or anything else. Okay, perfect. Yes. 
God's name in vain. Correct. Because there's a word you're not supposed to use, and it's God's name in vain. Correct. Perfect. Yeah. Now, you're supposed to, you can say God's name. It's a word you can say, but just don't say it in vain. Correct. Okay. Number four. Um, oh, go to church. Yes. Go to church. Honor the Sabbath. Sabbath. Keep it holy by resting and going to church. Gotcha. Number five. Honor your father and mother. Great. Number six. Um, bang, bang. <laughs> no, murder. no murder, right? Don't commit adultery, right? Uh-huh. Eight. Number eight. Um, oh, do not steal. Don't steal. You get your fingers chopped off, right? Number nine. Do not lie. Don't lie. Don't gossip about your thumb. And yeah? And number ten. Do not covet. Don't covet what somebody else has for yourself. Guys, stop it up for him. Well done. Well done. Thank you, sir. I hope those are helpful to you guys and are beneficial. Now, I will say this, guys. I will say this. All these commandments, all these commandments, you look at all these. Thanks for taking them down. You made it harder for them. You're like, hey, we're going to take them down. All right, so check this out, guys. Jesus was asked one time. He was asked by some Pharisees who were trying to trip him up. They said, Jesus, of these commandments, which is the most important commandment? And they were trying to trick him. Because what they wanted is this. They wanted Jesus to say, oh, the most important commandment is to to not make idols. And what they were going to do is they were going to go to people and say, huh, Jesus doesn't think it's important not to murder. And people were like, what? And then they were going to go around it. But if Jesus said, hey, it's important to not murder, then they were going to say, hey, Jesus doesn't think it's not important to not create idols. So they were trying to trap Jesus by doing this. But Jesus answered very wisely. Jesus said this, the most important commandment is simply this. To love God with everything you've got, with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind, with all your strength, everything that you have, love God. And then if you want to have a second most important commandment, here it is. The second most important commandment is to love people. Love your neighbor. Love everyone around you. All these commandments that we talked about fall under those two categories. The first four are about God. No other God, idols, honoring God's name, keeping the Sabbath holy. Those are about God, how we should treat God, how we should love God. And if you love God, you will honor those commandments. And check this out. If you love people, you'll honor the next six. Jesus was basically saying this. Check this out. Here's what I love. God's giving these rules and commandments to the Israelite people. He's saying, before you found your nation, before you create this nation and found a home and and create a society, here's the foundation, the center of everything you do. Ready? Here's the the foundation and center of all that you are, how you should relate and treat one another and, and the laws of who you are. Here's the foundation core of everything. Love. That is at the base of all of it. Love. If you would just love God and love each other, then everything else will fall into place. Everything. If you will just love God with all that you have in you and understand that love and see that He loves you and first get that in line. First see all that the love He has laid out for you and understand that and then Love other people with an understanding of the love that He has for you. You'll be okay. Everything else will fall into place. Notice how I said first He wanted the Israelites to see 
all that he had done for them. First, God had done so much for the Israelites. He had saved them from slavery when they were trapped. He had said, look, you cannot save yourself, so I will save you. I will sacrifice for you. In my power, I will make a way for you to be saved because I love you, because I created you. And now that you have been saved, this isn't the end, okay? This is just the beginning of the life I have for you. And as Christians, I want you to understand something. Becoming a Christian is not the end. It is the beginning. Now that you have become a Christian, you have been saved from your slavery to sin. And now you have a mission. You have a goal on this earth. And it's to love God and to love people and to carry the gospel wherever you go. And if you can understand God's love for you and what he has done for you in the past and build that relationship and respect for him and love for him, it will cause your heart to overflow and to treat every person you meet with love. God wants every part of us as Christians, as believers, to be founded in love. Every part of us. Understand this. What if we were a youth group that was founded in a bedrock of love? Because some people looked at this, and when I was typing it up, even some people were like, wow, there's a lot of do nots and do nots and do nots. But, but behind each one of these do nots as we go over them is actually love. If you love someone, of course you're not going to murder them. If you love someone, of course you're not going to steal from them or lie to them. That's not loving to lie. It's not loving to God to say, hey, God, I love you, but I'm actually going to worship this other God. No, if you love God, you'll say, no, there's no one else I would worship but you. If you love your wife, you'll say, no, 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 I love you, so I, I, will, I will love no one else but you. You're my only. This is how we demonstrate love to honor our father and mother. This is how we demonstrate love to say, look, the things that you have, they're yours. I don't want to take from you. So God gives us these to show what love looks like practically, but there's a heart behind it all. And he first loved us to show us sacrificially what that love looks like. If you want to break down what the Christian life looks like, it's to love God and to love people. It's very simple. We can make it more detailed and we'll break down practically what each of these looks like as we get into our study. But always remember and look for the heart behind each one of these commandments. The core is that God loved us 